like to welcome you to a podcast called A Bible Study with Dr. Gross, where indeed the Bible is a light to our feet, gives us hope, encouragement, and instructions for a daily living. Thank you for joining me today on the Bible study. Today on our topic, Bible study with Dr. Gross, we are in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, 13, and 14. Here is Paul, and he is chained to the guards in Rome, writing a letter to his friends in a city called Philippi. Let's start in and read the verse. Philippians 3, chapter, Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. On today, on the Bible study with Dr. Gross, we are going to have an interview with a professional golfer. His name is Blake Sattler. This gentleman has traveled the country. He has played professionally to win the prize of the tournament. It's interesting when we talk to this gentleman, remind me of Paul. He says, I press on. I am not already perfect. I hope that you pay attention to the first point that Blake makes as a professional golfer. I think it will surprise you, but I also think this interview will encourage you. So let's start with Blake Sattler, a professional golfer. I'd like to welcome you to another Bible study with Dr. Gross. Today is a special day. We have Blake Sattler. He is a professional golfer. And we are going to share how his life affect my friend. He is a golfer. He travels the United States on the golf tour. Philippians. Now, Philippians, Paul, he is in jail. He's in jail, and he says, I want to press on to what's forward. So, Blake, you're a professional athlete. You're a golfer. Share me the story what's it like to go out on the golf course what's it like to envision the shots and how do you make a bad shot and say forget about it the thing about golf uh number one you fail a ton you do so this is the most important thing you well if you look at tiger woods he's played in probably 350 events okay he's won 80 of them 82 Okay. What's that percentage? I mean, you're used to failing. Right. And he's the best to ever do it. So as far as the shot comes, over the course of your round, you probably only hit a few perfect golf shots. But when you do, I mean, you're going to have a stretch of holes that aren't great. I mean, everybody does it. You've done it. We all do it. And I think you have to go back to your basic fundamentals. Now, hold on here. Okay. We just got done doing 18 holes. Yeah. And this one shot, 
I thought was perfect in the middle of the green. Yeah. And you went, ugh. And I thought it was a lovely shot. And you went, I want to love every one of my shots. That's a direct quote. Yeah, that is a quote. I said it. Uh, it's just a strive to get better, I think. I think you have to find that within yourself that you want to get the most you can get out of yourself. And that's what I was looking for on that shot. Okay. Now, you're going to enter a tournament. Yeah. When you enter a tournament, do you think you're going to win or do you think I'm just going to play? What's your mindset when you enter a tournament? The, the goal is to prepare yourself to win. Okay. Are you going to win? Odds are going to say no. you got to fight that in your head. But I want to go and give myself, with nine holes to go of the event, I want to have a chance. Okay. Whether it be shoot 31 on the back, shoot even on the back, in the hunt. If you have a chance, you're going to have a really good week. Now, I'm going to make a, a bold statement. Okay. I believe that a lot of us get into the routine of work. We just know we're going to get to work. We're looking to 5 o'clock when we go home. We really don't strategize or plan out a day. Now, golf's different. It can be. Well, yeah, depending on how you played the day before or what you're working on, you never know what you're going to get with your golf. You might drive it good one day. You might put it good the next day it can be completely gone so your preparation it really varies day to day okay let's go through now you have a shot mm -hmm. you're getting ready to make the shot what's your pre-shot routine uh for me i gotta know the yardage that's number one i'll I start everything off a of base yardage. i'll do a pin i'll do a front number and a back and if there's any ridges to carry, I gotta have that number. So okay. I got three to three to five numbers is what I start with. From there you go to elevation, whether okay. it's uphill, downhill. From there you go to wind, into the wind, cross, whatever. You gotta subtract a couple yards or add a few here and there. Well, I, what I like number one is you are playing the variables. Yeah. You have a goal. Yeah. You know the goal. You look at the variables that can take place, mm -hmm. and you count for those variables. Yeah. For like, an example would be like if I'm in Calgary, it's okay. 3,500 feet. That's a whole other variable. Now that variable changes at 8 o'clock, and it changes at 11 o'clock just on temperature. So now I'm looking at 3% maybe in the morning up to 6 or 7 if it gets 90 degrees that I get, the ball is going to go farther. So it's a lot of factors. I would say life's a lot of factors. It is. And so a lot of times we plan a day, mm -hmm. we go to work, and things just don't go the way they want. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I got upset the, yesterday. Mm -hmm. I was lunchtime. I was planning to do a surgery and at, doing my lunch. I was going to miss lunch. The anesthesiologist was busy mm -hmm. from the case beforehand. Instead of starting at 12 o'clock, we started surgery at 3.15, right in the middle of my office day. Yeah. And so I was very unhappy being three hours late. I missed lunch, mm -hmm. but I was also unhappy because my patients during the afternoon had to be placed on hold, mm -hmm. and that was out of my control. Yeah. Do you ever feel that sometimes on the golf course things are out of your control? Yes and no. Your yours is your instance is a little bit different because of other people. Right. Like there's a process that each person would go through to get your patient and your surgery scheduled. For me, it's it, 
if it's out of my control, I almost feel like I didn't prepare properly. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So if I if I go and I either miss the variable or in the practice rounds I miss something on the golf course, like whether it be where you can't short side or a hazard or something snuck up on me or ran one and say there's a run out through the fairway and I just hit it through the fairway. That's just bad preparation. And I didn't adapt to either a variable or I missed something. And that's more on me. Let's go back now. Yeah. When you're ready to prepare a shot, you have a goal in mind. Mm -hmm. Now you're telling me you have to prepare to get to that goal. Yeah. And, yeah. and you practice and practice and practice yeah. and practice. Yeah. Have you ever been devastated on the golf course? A lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I think everybody has. I, I came off the worst year I've ever had on the golf course this year. It was terrible. Like I didn't do anything good at all. And it, it hurt. Like it, it kind of rattles your confidence. It shakes you up. But uh, the last few months, I've almost went back to square zero and built, okay. just started the building blocks over. All right. And they're, they're making progress. Now, the story we're talking about is Paul's in prison. He's in chains. Mm -hmm. And he says, I press on to the goal that the Lord has for me. Mm -hmm. Here you are. You have the worst year of your life. Mm -hmm. But you're telling me you're going to press and press and press. And you went back to basics. Basics, uh, basics, and anything I think will get you through a lot of really hard times. If you have something you can rely on, whether like in golf, whether if it's I can just get it, if I can drive it well, or if I can putt it well, or short game, that's going to get you through a lot of rounds. And it makes that seventy-four, five, or six, sixty-nine, or seventy. I mean, it might okay. not be fun. It might be harder than what it should be, and you might not get sixty-four, sixty-three out of it. But it keeps you in the ball game, and you can build off that sure here you are you're telling me is basics so if we have a rotten day mm -hmm. we should just look at a day and say i'm going to recoup yeah. and go back and do basics yeah i absolutely yeah you can always you can always especially get your basics and your fundamentals can always improve i mean they might be good but they can always you can always clean up something and from there you can really you can go forward with good basics all right we're going to conclude with one more topic. All right. This topic is when you make a great shot mm -hmm. and then later on, like another tournament, do you ever think about, I've been here before, I have the same type of shot and I can repeat what I just did? absolutely all the time i can remember shots that i hit in college golf to amateur golf and i still can recall on that for i mean it's a confidence thing this game is all confidence if you think you can do it you're ahead of a lot of people in this game a lot so let's let's extrapolate that and then i'm done if you fail mm -hmm. we're going to go back to our basics mm -hmm. and then we want to rely upon our successes yeah. to build us up, to encourage us to go. Absolutely. And you can even recall on failure too. It's okay to remember the failure as long as you learn from it. Like if there was an event or shots and I played, say just bad course management or okay. 
or just too aggressive or something like that um it's okay to remember but you have to learn learn from your mistake basically and then try and figure out how to put that into the positive game plan all right i want to thank blake for yeah. interview bible Absolutely. study dr gross i'd like to thank blake sattler for this interview and what really surprised me was his number one goal know you will fail here is a professional athlete compared to tag awards who only won 30 percent of his tournaments that he entered how about our friend michael jordan this gentleman took the last shot of the game to win the game and he was less than 50% effective. He failed. He took the last shot, and he failed. But he's held with such esteem as one of the greatest basketball players in all time. The question I have for you today in a Bible study with Dr. Gross is, do you run away from your failures? Do you know that you are going to fail? Do you know that you're not perfect? Do you know that only perfection comes with a relationship with Jesus? The Bible says in Genesis, when Adam and Eve took a bite of the apple, they hid themselves. God came in the cool of the day and says, Adam, where are you? He wanted to build a relationship and Adam and Eve were hiding. Are you hiding from your failures? Did you hear what Blake said? You have to learn from your failures. How do you learn? You learn to be comfortable in the accepting love of Jesus. So when you fail, you say, Jesus, I am a sinner. And I am sorry for this action that I took, for this thought process I took, but I will repent. Repent means I will turn around. Let's read what Paul said. He said, prepare to win. Prepare to win. When you tell Jesus that you love him? Are you wanting to build a relationship with him? Are you reading his love letter, the Bible? Are you searching the nuggets out of the Bible? Are you preparing to have a relationship with God? How about preparing to show that this great love of Jesus to other fellow members of your family, members at work, have the confidence to say, God's love has changed my life. I want to share to you this place of contentment in Jesus. The second thing that Blake said in his interview was, go back to basics. The basics in Christianity is God loves you for who you are. It's not your actions. It's not your statements. It is who you are. You are precious in the sight of God. 
Your life is, counts and matters. It is important to God, and that's the basics. He loves you that he gave his only son, his most precious gift, and you were bought with the price of Jesus to walk into the throne room of God. The throne room, the person who made all creation, he says, come into my presence freely. Blake also said "Life has golf has variables. Sometimes the wind's there. He has to count so many numbers just to make one shot. Life has variables too. Sometimes we make bad choices. Sometimes we make mistakes. And sometimes life just happens to us. Life has variables. But if you go back to the basics, and that is all things work out for the good for those who love Christ Jesus. The Bible also says there is no condemnation for those who love the Lord. No condemnation. You are loved with everlasting love. And if you feel condemned, that you made a bad shot, that you didn't win that tournament, or if you didn't get that job promotion, or somebody said something against you and you feel bullied, know that God loves you. Blake then said, having confidence places you ahead of the game. Being secure in God's love that he accepts you for who you are. Let you go through these variables of life. It may hurt, but you know that God is walking with you. You may be in pain. You may be in agony. You may have lost a loved one with all this COVID, but you know that God is in control that he will walk with you through this journey and he will lead you victorious on the other side. You are a victor in Christ Jesus. I'd like to thank you again for letting me share how a professional golfer is utilizing what Paul said in Philippians chapter 3. I press on to the goal. I forget what's behind me, and I press on to what's ahead. Thank you for joining me on a Bible study with Dr. Gross, where indeed the Bible provides a light to our feet, gives us hope, exhortation, and daily instructions. See you in the next podcast.